finding suitable mental health medications can be a challenge. The GeneSight test may help. Did you know that genetics can play an important role in gaining insight on how a person may respond to various medications? Understanding this may help reduce medication trial and error. GeneSight is a genetic test that analyzes variations in DNA. It shows how genes may affect someone's metabolism or response to medications commonly prescribed to treat depression, anxiety, and other mental health conditions. Visit GeneSight.com for more information. This is The Jerry Callahan Show. Today is the day. Today is the day. November 10th. We say goodbye to the big bad orange man. Uh, we move on. It is no longer, we're no longer Trumpkins. We're no longer supporting the uh, 45th president. Uh, we are DeSantis all the way. Most most people in my world were, were uh, shocked, were disappointed, were depressed on Tuesday night into Wednesday. Not Donald Trump. He was gloating. He was bragging about the people he allegedly uh, endorsed. It was insanity, and we have it all for you. But uh, um, but it was simple. He made it easy. He made it easy. We're moving on from Trump, and we're uh, <laughs> we're not looking back. We have um, we have lots of fallout from Tuesday, including an amazing uh, suggestion on MSNBC. You're not going to believe whose name they floated out there as a potential presidential candidate. God, what would we do without those lunatics on MSNBC? Huge win for DeSantis. Just a great night in Florida. Not such a great night in in, uh, Georgia where we're heading to a runoff. And I have no faith in uh, the Trump pick, the Trump anointed Herschel Walker. They're still counting votes in Arizona, which is a national disgrace. The woman overseeing the debacle in Arizona right now is still leading Carrie Lake. How is that even allowed? It's just insane. Uh, we got we got all of Trump's tweets or truths, truths, all his truths, bragging and boasting about uh, his people on um, on Tuesday night. It's just nuts. Um, a dead guy and a brain dead guy. One on uh, Pennsylvania. We'll give you the details of that. And uh, Saturday Night Live, the writers. They want, they're going to walk off the job because SNL actually got a really funny guy to uh, host and they hate that. They hate comedy at SNL. We'll give you the details on that. And uh, Miss, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to congratulate Miss Greater Derry, Miss Greater, a beauty contest up in New Hampshire. And a, uh, a guy who has more in common with Ironhead than he does with the other contestants was crowned the winner of Miss greater dairy and we got uh our nfl picks ironhead's gonna try to keep it going see if he can uh, go go winless for the entire season it's it's gonna be difficult but he's just the man to do it we'll we'll, we'll get into that and lots more in today's callahan show brought to you by my pillow today's show is sponsored by my pillow go to mypillow.com and use code word jerry for huge discounts it's that time of year it's time to start thinking about the holidays thinking about christmas 
And this is how you make it easy. You go to MyPillow.com. You get the standard MyPillow, normally $69.98 for only $19.98. With code word Jerry, MyPillow is made in the USA. It comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. It's machine washable and dryable. It's the most comfortable pillow you'll ever sleep on, and it makes a great Christmas gift. Get it now and support this show and strike back against cancel culture. MyPillow isn't available in big box stores and you know why, but you can get factory direct pricing. If you order from mypillow.com using code word, Jerry, not only can get the pillows, you can get the Giza sheets Buy one, get one free half office slippers. They have the greatest slippers in the world. Six piece towel set, regular one Oh nine 99, just 39 99 with code word, Jerry over 150 products at mypillow.com. Check it out. It really makes Christmas shopping easy. Just go to mypillow.com and use promo code Jerry. <clears throat> all right, it's all. <laughs> I can't even do this without laughing. Um, if you missed it, and you probably did, um, on uh, Tuesday or on Wednesday, they were still celebrating on MSNBC. It was not a good night for my team. I'm here to take my lumps. I'm here to admit it. It was a. Uh, a sad day. I'm going to explain to you what happened across America, why an unpopular, uh, incompetent president did not drag down his, uh, his team, his party, not as much as we hope, not as much as we thought. There were some good day. There were some good, uh, good results and some bad ones and some still pending. I'm not sure how this is allowed in the United States. My girl, Carrie Lake is still trailing, but she's very confident. She's going to come back and win the governorship. We need, we really, really want Blake masters. It doesn't look good for Blake right now. Looks good for Adam Laxalt. He's going to win in Nevada, which will bring the uh, Republicans to 50. I believe 50. Yeah. 50. Uh, They need 51 and they will be uh, relying on Blake masters They still haven't called that race because in Arizona, they uh, take all the ballots and they put them on the back of a mule and they send them out to the Mojave Desert where a bunch of blind monks count them. And it takes time. It takes time, not for, uh, you know, third world countries. They can do it in a day, not for uh, Brazil, you know, not for the United States, you know, 10, 15, 20 years ago, not for the United States. You know, when Abe Lincoln won the presidency, they got the results in a day. Not anymore. Not anymore. We have a completely corrupt system. And unfortunately, in Arizona, the woman who is overseeing the process of counting these votes at a glacial pace is none other than Katie Hobbs, who is still leading the race for governor. Can you imagine if that were the other way around? We all know we're not allowed to question elections. We're not allowed uh, to, to ask questions about this whole process. That would be election denying. That would be a threat to democracy. But what the hell are they doing? It is, it is Thursday morning, and uh, we're, not, we're not even close to them finishing the count in Arizona. They did it in Florida. They counted more than 7 million votes in like you know, half an hour and announced the winners. They did it in lots of states. In Arizona, two days later, they're, they're issuing apologies from Maricopa County saying, sorry, sorry it's taken so long, but we know we're, we want to get it right. This, this, as I said before the election, the longer it takes, the less faith I have in the legitimacy, if that makes me a, a uh, election denier, so be it. I'm denying the election in Arizona already. 
It uh, Carrie Lake was leading in the polls by double digits, and now she's trailing her opponent, who's hunkered down somewhere, overseeing the whole process. If that were the other way around, every single person in the mainstream media would be screaming about corruption and election fraud and election denial. But they need time to find the vote, uh, count the votes, and uh, apparently they need another another day or two or three or four. Carrie Lake thinks that the, 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 the votes yet to be counted will heavily favor her and Blake Masters, but I have my doubts because the people doing the counting have a vested interest in knocking off Carrie Lake and Blake Masters and helping to uh, helping the Democrats hold the Senate. It's discouraging to say the least, but I will say this a day late. I felt sick on Tuesday night. I felt sick yesterday about these results. It is really discouraging when you think about it. Um, it's, it's almost like the, the policies, the issues were not on the ballot uh, I mean, the, the, I hear people talk about candidate quality, candidate quality. The guy in Pennsylvania who got two and a half million votes has brain damage. He can't speak a sentence and he's heading to the United States Senate and maybe, and maybe beyond. We'll get to that. The, the most, the, the most, uh, the humorous, <laughs> uh, moment of the whole, uh, uh, the, the whole next day uh, uh, fallout is, is this, this is the highlight. We'll get to the highlight, but I have to say I, and lots of people who appreciated Donald Trump, who, who appreciate what he did for the country, appreciated all the, uh, all the efforts he made to expose the swamp, who, who pushed back on the media. Uh, he was the right guy at the right time. That time is over. There is nobody I know. There's nobody who doesn't have a personal connection to the Trump, to the Trump world, who wasn't disgusted Tuesday night with Donald J. Trump. As you, as you were sitting there watching some really good candidates go down, including Lee Zeldin in the New York governor's race, New York, if you missed it, voted for crime in the streets. They voted for more people being pushed in front of subway trains. And you know, that's their choice. It's a, yeah, it's it's a uh, <laughs> they have that, they have their choice. They can vote for more crime in the streets, and they got it. Um, in um, Michigan and in New York and in and in and in other place in Ohio, even they voted for the people who locked them down, who crushed small business, who who kept their kids out of school. There was no price to pay for the lockdown lunatics. To me, that was almost the most, uh, that was the most disappointing part of the whole thing. What we went through for two years was watching the destruction they did to, to, to society, to so many people. We saw it, the, the kids, the learning loss, the, 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 uh, the depression, the drugs, the domestic abuse, you name it. That was all irrelevant. They, they voted for some of the worst lockdown lunatics, including Gretchen Whitmer and uh, Gavin Newsom and Kathy Hochul. They paid no price for the destruction they did. That, to me, was the most disappointing part. And then there was the reaction from the uh, titular head of the Republican Party, the former head of the Republican Party, Donald Trump. It was, all, it's, it was always, you know, hard to be. It was always difficult to support Trump in these tough moments because he's insane and he's just a narcissist and it's all about him. But he is 
to blame for this in many ways. I'll go through them. I'll, I'll, I'll review, but his reaction to all of this, to this, to this uh, disappointing uh, election, to this lack of a red wave, it w- was 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 nauseating. I'm done with Donald Trump. I'm done. And if it if it if it costs me followers on Twitter, it cost us uh, viewers to the show. I don't care. What he did was disgusting. He took credit took credit for the turnout uh, for the results. Is this what this is a tweet from Tom? Sorry, true social from Donald Trump on uh, on Tuesday night. His, his truths were all screenshotted and, and uh, posted on Twitter, which was good. I, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. The guy who chose, who uh, the the handpicked candidates for the Donald, they lost and or, or they're going to lose in Georgia. I'll get to that. I have no faith in Herschel Walker uh, four weeks from now. But the guy who chose them and, and, and watched as they went down in flames was taking credit. Here he was um, uh, on Tuesday night. Now that the election in Florida is over and everything went quite well, shouldn't it be said that in 2020, I got 1.1 million more votes in Florida than Ron D got this year, 5.7 to 4.6. Just asking what I'm going to have trouble getting through this show. I'm telling you right now, Ironhead. I would, it, it was infuriating. And I will say this, I have a small circle of friends, not a lot of friends, but I have, I have a, a group of people I know who like me supported Donald Trump and appreciated all he did. He, he ended the Clinton crime family. He, he not only he ended the Clinton uh, the Obama and the uh, Dick Cheney dynasties that we, for that, we owe him forever. A debt of gratitude forever. We're moving on uh, again. We're moving on we're, we, we could have, we're not clinging to this. I don't want him to run. If he runs, I'm, I'm going to be rooting hard for him to lose. This is nuts. This is nuts. He tweets out. This is even more. I got a whole bunch of the, uh, the Trump's reaction. Well, the thing, the thing about that, uh, election turnout and then how he beat him by 1.1 million. The midterms notoriously get about 60% of the turnout and he only lost right. by a million votes. So think about right. that, I mean, with Donnie. How about we do the um, the uh, difference, uh, the, the amount by which he won? You think, I mean, uh, Ron DeSantis won by, I'm about by 20. It was historic. DeSantis uh, was, was the, the, I mean, he was the story on Tuesday. If you're a Republican, and you want to feel good? Just watch what happened. In he, he won like sixty-two of sixty-six counties. He won in Miami-Dade, where Hillary Clinton won by thirty. Mm-hmm. I mean, he just transformed that state. His coattails carried a number of other Republicans. Marco Rubio won in a landslide. Yep. Uh, it, it was an amazing performance by a great leader who is, without a doubt, the best, the, the heart, the soul, and the face of the party going forward. And what was Trump's reaction? Um, uh, Trump's reaction was to demean him and say, bad things will happen. Find that tweet. I'm sorry. It's not a tweet. It's a story. I got it here. Um, Bad things are going to happen. If he, um, if, if, if DeSantis runs for president, he knows things. He did this on election night. He says he knows things about, um, about uh, DeSantis that only his wife knows. And his wife is the, is actually the uh, brains of the, the operation or something. I'll find it. He was demeaning um, uh, DeSantis in real time as DeSantis was absolutely trouncing 
the uh, his opponent in Florida, and he was uh, uh, he was the one bright spot. We're all celebrating, and what's Trump's reaction? To dump on him. It was amazingly tone deaf and selfish and self centered and uh, disgusting. I, I have to say, it was nauseating right there. I mean, maybe it's an emotional, visceral reaction. I don't care. Made me sick. Uh, it made me. It 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 sent it closed the deal for me. I'm done with this man. Um, uh, I think the Wall Street Journal had it. Uh, let me see if I can find it here. Uh, yeah, but I got so many, so many reactions from Trump. They all they're all kind of nauseating. Um, and then you had yeah, Trump says Trump says it'll be a mistake for DeSantis to run to, for the White House because he know. Uh, he knows things about him. What are you talking about? You know things about him. this, and and this was on election night. <laughs> this was not three weeks later. DeSantis was celebrating. We were all celebrating what he did in Florida. Not the guy who lives in Florida. Not the guy who um, allegedly voted for Ron DeSantis and supported Ron DeSantis. No, not that guy. Uh, he there was nausea, and then he then he tweeted. Check this one out. He, he, he posted a truth. 174 wins and nine losses. A great evening. And the fake news media together with their partner in crime, the Democrats are doing everything possible to play it down. Amazing job by some really fantastic candidates. Really, Donald. And, and, uh, here's, here's all you need to know. Here's all you need to know. There are, there are a handful of Trump-backed candidates who wouldn't have been in the race if they didn't have the support of Trump. Uh, they... they you know, they, they made it through the primaries with the help of Trump and the Democrats, every single candidate to whom the Democrats donated money, every single Republican candidate to whom the Democrats vote uh, donated money and supported lost. It was a cynical, hypocritical, dishonest campaign. They gave money to, 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 to candidates in the primary, like Doug Mastriano, like Don Bolduck, Guys that were Trump guys, election deniers. Some of them were like, like Mastriano. They were there on January 6th. They gave them money because they thought they would be easier to beat. It would have been sweet if those guys won and stuck it in their face. They lost. In many cases, they lost by a huge margin. Uh, Don Bolduck, you, uh, I know you'd never heard of him, but he <laughs> Was running a spirited race. We thought that was close. We thought he was going to you know, maybe even pull it out, shock the world. He got trounced. Uh, it was too bad. Crushed. He, hard. he gave, he, he did what? Uh, like 85 town halls. He busted his ass. He lost because uh, Massachusetts voters have destroyed New Hampshire. They move over the, over the border and destroyed your state. It's sad, but that's the way it is. Maggie Hassan, an absolutely dreadful, awful Senator, she pulled it out. She won re-election, and she was grateful that the uh, that, that her opponent was a Trump guy. Um, and what did Trump do afterwards? He blamed Bolduck. He blamed Bolduck. This could have been the most nauseating of all Trump's posts. Don Bolduck was a very nice guy, but he lost tonight when he disavowed after his big primary win his longstanding stance on election fraud in the 2020 presidential primary. Had he stayed strong and true, he would have won easily. Lessons learned. I, I could say any one of these posts, comments, thoughts from this idiot puts me over the edge. 
this could have been the worst. Bull, Bullduck, you're right. Very nice guy. Worked hard. Um, you, you supported him. You pushed him. Um, he lost because he didn't talk enough about election fraud in 2020. Are you kidding me? That is, I'm, I'm serious. I'm getting, I'm getting sick all over again. Didn't talk enough about election fraud. All right, I'm done with Donald Trump for a number of reasons. That could be it. I, that, that could be number one. Well, first of all, number one, it's all about him. He'll dump on Ron DeSantis after what happened Tuesday night. Are you kidding? He will dump on the guys that he picked, that he, that, that he anointed, including Don Bulldog, and then blame him for not talking enough about election fraud? Two years ago, I'm so sick of election fraud. I know. I know. Whatever. You, you got screwed. They stole it. Whatever. They rigged it. At some point, you have to move on. DeSantis is not going to talk about Trump. He's not going to talk about 2020, any, any of these guys. They're not going to sit there and talk all day about how they stole it from you, Don. We don't care anymore. We've moved on. We've talked about it. Some people, you know, they got banned from social media and, and, and uh, shunned by, by polite society for talking about it. It took guts to talk about it. That was two years ago. At some point, you have to move on. At some point, it's not about you. It's not about how they screwed you, Donald. God, I'm sick of this already. Don, too bad Don Bulldog, General Bulldog lost. He didn't lose because he didn't talk enough about election fraud. And 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 this guy taking credit, bragging that whatever his, that J.D. Vance won. J.D. Vance was a great candidate. I mean, it probably helped that uh, Trump backed him. He held rallies for him. J.D. Vance was a world-famous author as a Marine. He went to Yale. He was a businessman. He was a lawyer, a family man, a great candidate. He won in Ohio. That's a big win, a great win. But you know who didn't win? Dr. Oz didn't win. Dr. Oz was a terrible candidate. Dr. Oz, um, I, I guess I should give him credit, took a chance, devoted himself for whatever, more than a year to this race. Uh, he lost to a friggin' cadaver. He lost to a vegetable. He lost to the worst candidate in American political history. My name I, is John Fetterwoman. John, I, I, and, and um, Oz was not a good candidate. No. He was certainly better than the guy he lost to. I will say I, that yeah. could be, I mean, I have my takeaways and my list of disappointments. John Fetterman got 2,652,000 740 votes two and a half more than two and a half million people in Pennsylvania voted for a guy who can't complete a sentence, a guy whose brain is gone, who's going to get worse. Who's going to have another stroke. And even if none of that happened, he was a terrible candidate. He's for open borders. He wants to legalize heroin. He wants to release murderers from prison. He wants to shut down fracking. He's a Bernie bro. He's a radical leftist squad member, an absolutely awful candidate. And the guy he, he lost to, the guy he beat, wasn't much better. Dr. Oz was a fraud. We know that now. We supported him, but he's, he, he doesn't, he's, he's not pro-life. He's not, he's not, uh, he doesn't, I mean, he supported on his TV show. He was one of the first to support transgender kids in sports. Um, and he, he was a fraud. He was a snake oil salesman. I still was rooting for him. So what does Trump do when it's all over? Trump blames Melania. Now there's, there's certain things you do. There's certain lines you can't cross. This, this, this is again, disgusting. 
Um, this is from Maggie Heberman, New York Times, who I generally think is a, is a liar. But she's Trump's buddy. Trump sat down with her. Trump gave her three long interviews for her book. She reports that the people around Trump uh, say that Trump was uh, pissed about Oz's loss and the fact that he was all in on Dr. Oz. Blames Melania. No, Trump liked Dr. Oz because Dr. Oz is famous and rich and he's friends with other famous people. And that's what matters to Donald Trump. So the, to, to review, we thought we had a chance in New Hampshire. No, Don Bolduck was his guy. He lost in New ha- in Pennsylvania. We thought we had a great chance because they ran the worst candidate ever. They voted for a vegetable because they couldn't stand Dr. Oz. Dr. Oz should not have been the nominee. I didn't support him in the primary. Uh, David McCormick was a much better candidate. Mastriano shouldn't have been. Mastriano, I didn't even know this. Mastriano, the... Um, the uh, the uh, candidate for a uh, governor who um, who got absolutely trounced by Josh Shapiro. Um, he he hurt Dr. Oz. He hurt Dr. Oz. I didn't even know this. One week before the primary, Doug Mastriano spoke at a QAnon rally featuring a film claiming 9-11 was an inside job and JFK was assassinated because he knew too much. <laughs> he spoke at a QAnon rally. Ah, that was Donald Trump's guy. He would not have been the nominee if he didn't have Trump's support. That's on Trump. He lost. Trump lost the Pennsylvania Senate seat. Trump uh, lost the New Hampshire Senate seat. And Trump is going to lose the Georgia Senate seat. Herschel Walker was handpicked by Donald Trump again, because he was famous because he's famous because he's a great athlete because he played in the uh, USFL Trump picked him, encouraged him to run, said, this is the guy. He, he, he came out of the primary, sadly, as the nominee, and he ran a terrible campaign. He's a terrible candidate. Uh, in the next four weeks, the Democrats are going to destroy him. I have no faith. That, that The Senate depends on that seat, and they're tied, and they go to a runoff in, in four weeks. I have zero faith in Herschel Walker. He, he, he can't. He, he's not a good speaker. I mean, he's not. He doesn't have brain damage like Fetterman. He's a, certainly a better candidate than Fetterman. Anybody says uh, he mocks him because he can't speak. You had better tell me uh, why why Fetterman's a better uh, going to be a better senator than Herschel Walker. But let's be honest. When it comes to uh, elections and uh, special elections, Democrats are much better at this. You are going to see the machine go into action, kind of like they did two years ago. Donald Trump lost those two runoffs in, in Georgia, those two Senate seats. The amazing thing is he lost those seats in two years ago because he wouldn't support the uh, conservative, the Republican candidates. He's going to lose this one because he will support the candidate. He will go to Georgia along with a bunch of other people, Lindsey Graham and Ted Cruz. They will try their best, but the Democrats, they they are so much better at this. They will be stuffing ballot boxes and, 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 and getting dead people to vote and everything else that this will not be close. Sadly, Herschel Walker has, has no shot in my opinion. I'll watch. I'll, I'll, I'll root for him. I'll you know, have great, take great interest in this, but uh, there's no way when it comes to a special election and the entire focus of the country, that the Democrats are going to allow their guy to lose. No chance. You could say Herschel Walker's a bad candidate. Raphael Warnock is worse. Raphael Warnock abused his wife. 
his own wife on video said he's an actor, a fraud, a fake. There's a guy, this is a, a, a Jeremiah Wright disciple. I mean, normally in, in Georgia, you'd say that the Republicans going to win that, but we're not, these are not normal times. <laughs> the, the, what, the reason the Democrats won has nothing to do with issues. It has nothing to no. do with the, the presidential, the, the president and the, and the drag on uh, that that he was on on, on various tickets it had nothing to do with that it had it was about turnout it was about young people being energized slashed lied to about this election they turned out in huge numbers for Democrats the, the Republicans won every demographic except um, let me you want to know why want to know why we Republicans lost this uh, why there was no red wave it has nothing to do with the economy and and I think we should learn that lesson by the way. Polls, they were all wrong. Pollsters were all wrong. Uh, the conventional wisdom was all wrong. I've heard in my whole life that this was a referendum on the administration. Uh, the, the, Bill Clinton lost uh, 50-something seats in his first midterm. Uh, Barack Obama lost 63 seats. The, these times are different now. COVID and, and, and other uh, new election rules changed everything as uh what was the number on Fetterman's? Seventy percent of his votes were mail-in votes. I think it was 50, most of those. Fifty-two percent. Fifty-two percent. Seventy. I, I get the number. Seventy percent of Dem Democrats voted early in Pennsylvania. Most of them voted before they before the debate when we got to see that Fetterman was unfit for office. They they didn't care. Most of them were young people. They, the Democrats go door to door, or should I say dorm to dorm, uh, and tell these people, here's your ballot, fill it out, and they uh, get it in the mail. There's nothing, it doesn't take any ambition, it doesn't take any initiative to go vote. Democrats have figured that out. They used COVID. They use, now they, they do ballot harvesting, they do uh, mail-in voting, they, they do early voting. It used to be election day, now it's election month, month and a half. They have, what was it in Pennsylvania, 50 days of early voting, there's only one reason to have early voting is to get people who really don't normally vote, who don't care to vote. Those people vote Democrats, especially females, young females. They tell them, see that Republican, he is going to arrest you and put you in prison if you have a, a, an abortion. Abortion, sadly, turned out to be a big issue, bigger than I thought. I mean, the extremists won. The people who support abortion in the third month, they won. The people who uh, want to leave abortion up to the states, up to the voters, up to the elected representatives, they lost. This is staggering. Unmarried women, again, Republicans won all the other demographics. Unmarried women, Dem plus 37. The Democrats won among unmarried women by 37 points. How about this one? Gen Z, I think this is your, uh, your demographic here, your generation, Ironhead. 18 to 29, Democrats won by 28 points. So young, stupid women who thought that Republicans were going to ban abortion everywhere, New York City, Boston, San Francisco, they were going to ban abortion. They were going to force us into back alleys. They fell for those lies, and they voted in huge numbers for Democrats, including brain-damaged Democrats like John Fetterman. Um, I'm, a, the, I'm a millennial, by the way. That's, that's not I, don't, I don't even know my generations. I swear to God, I don't even know which one I am. I never keep them straight. But 18 to 29, they they turned out or they uh, mailed in ballots in huge numbers for 
for Democrats because they were told, uh, because, well, they support, I mean, they, they don't know the issues. Uh, they, they don't know. They, they, they don't sit there and say, you know, what about the war in Ukraine or the, the economy, inflation, gas prices? They just know, oh, abortion. The, 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 the Republicans are taking it away. We're going back in time. They're taking away our rights. And they turned out in huge numbers for Democrats who support abortion up till the due date. You know, those were the uh, those were the sane ones, according to MSNBC, which we will get to. But here's the, and, and if, if you want to see a great analysis on why, we sh- why we're done with Donald Trump, why we're moving on. I mentioned a handful of friends of mine who were texting like most people were on election night and, and yesterday, and they're all just done with Trump. They're all disgusted with Trump. I mean, he can, how can he make this day, this disappointing day about him and take no blame? Except to say, yeah, you know, I shouldn't have picked Oz. That's my wife. That's Melania's fault. She liked Oz. Well, you know what? Sean Hannity, Greg Kelly, there was a handful of people who loved Oz. They should all be apologizing to everybody now. It was a bad decision. He was a bad candidate, and he may cost the Republicans the Senate. He may allow Joe Biden to keep the Senate. Kamala Harris is going to remain the deciding vote. Turtle Boy has a great analysis. Go to TV Daily News. You got all the tweets and all the truths from that idiot Trump. But simple question. When you hear DeSantis talk, and he's spectacular, his victory speech was spectacular. He not only uh, fights on on the right issues, he understands them. There's so many things that he understands like, like, you know, gender, gender theory, fighting these, uh, the CRT in the schools. As Turtle Boy points out, Donald Trump doesn't even know what, what uh, CRT is. He can't talk about issues. He's just, it is indeed a cult of personality. And for a while it was just what we needed, but not anymore. This is, as I say many times, this, it's not about people and personalities. This is a country of laws. And, and, you know, a country of, uh, of policies and, and issues. And it, it's not about your, your personality. We appreciate the fact that you're a fighter. We appreciate the fact that you go right at the media. I love it. But right now we need a, a guy, a smart guy, a disciplined guy, a guy who stays on message, a guy who understands the issues and the policies. You don't, Donald. We are done with you. We're moving on. It is, it is, it is DeSantis time now. And DeSantis is, is a strong leader, a smart leader. Just he's got everything going on. He's got a beautiful family. He went to Harvard. He went to Yale. He joined the Navy. He, he, play, he was an actual really good baseball player. He led the Yale team in batting his senior year. Donald Trump pretends he was a baseball star and, you know, whatever, a scratch golfer. DeSantis is legit. He's everything that uh, he's all the good things about Donald Trump, a fighter, tireless, full of energy, and he, he, and he does none of the baggage. This is the man right here. We move forward with Ron DeSantis. We hope and pray he runs two years from now. I loved when the crowd chanted two more years when he uh, gave his speech. That was funny. We're all in on uh, Ron DeSantis, and we are done with Trump. As I said, everybody I know, Trump guys, Trump supporters, they were all texting me. Most of them saying Trump sucks. F Trump. We're done. Well, they, they were trying to, uh, they, they were, you know, they were really 
disappointed Tuesday, hurt, disgusted. And on top of that, we have this idiot gloating about how he supported, uh, how his, uh, the guy he hated, the guy Joe O'Day in Colorado lost. He was gloating because a senator, a, a candidate for Senate who was Republican, who would have, who would have assured the control of the Senate was in Republican hands. He lost. Trump was gloating because he doesn't like the guy immediately after the results came in. It was, it was amazing. It was shocking. Uh, it's one thing to be an egomaniac, which he is. It's another thing to think this big, big night and this big, big disappointment was somehow, you know, good news for, for MAGA people. It was, it was not, it was not, you pick bad candidates and we're going to see that in the next four weeks because the Democrats will come up with another illegitimate uh, child of Herschel Walker every day for the next four weeks. You watch, there'll be, there'll be, uh, it'll be receipts for abortions and illegitimate kids. And they are going to destroy, they're going to Kavanaugh him like we've never seen before. It'll be disgusting, but it'll be effective. Herschel Walker will lose the, the, the Senate will remain 50, 50, which means it'll remain in Joe Biden's hands, sadly. And Trump has no one but himself to blame. All right, let's get to the uh, let's get to my favorite part of the fallout, the analysis yesterday. Again, if you're from Pennsylvania, hang your head in shame. I know what it's like to live in a state that that elects absolute embarrassments, just absolute disgraces to the office. I've you know I, I I've had most of my life been represented by a Kennedy. You know, we had a, a senator for forty years. Who, who murdered a woman. You know, we had Barney Frank who ran a brothel out of his a condo in Washington, D.C. We had Gary Studs who took a 17-year-old to France, plied him with vodka, and forced himself on him. We have had some real reprobates, and we still do. We have Liz Warren and Ed Markey in the Senate, Ayanna Presley, a virulent racist in the House. She got 84% of the vote. It's an embarrassment to live in Massachusetts. It's worse to call yourself self a Pennsylvania. Two and a half million people voted for a brain dead cadaver to represent them in the U S Senate. That will never stop being (laughs) just shocking to me that people went to the polls, took the time and voted for John Fetterman. That is forever. You're a disgrace to your state, but maybe he won't be around for long. (laughs) You know, maybe he has higher aspirations This actually happened on MSNBC yesterday. They floated the name John Fetterman as presidential material, as a potential candidate to run for the highest office in the land. This is is Jen Psaki. She looks great. This, This is not a joke. They weren't kidding. She talks about a guy who is incapable of speaking without a monitor in front of them as a potential, oh God, is there anything, anything we could do to make this happen? Please God, let's pray. Please God, make this happen. <laughs> At least let him run in the primaries. Let him, let him get up on stage and debate. How about this for a debate? Kamala Harris, <laughs> Pete Buttigieg, uh, Liz Warren, Bernie Sanders, and John Fetterman up there on stage. Obviously, the media will be there rubbing his feet and helping him through it. But how much fun would that be? Uh, let's uh, let's listen to this. Uh, let's listen to him float this idea on MSNBC after after Tuesday's election. Go ahead. 
Fetterman as a nominee at some point for president, um, I know there's some variables, obviously. <laughs> just but, a few. Just a few. But I just, you know... It, it, what he did in the in the super red, deep red parts of Pennsylvania and the way that he ran ahead of Biden, as you were saying, ran ahead of Trump. I mean, it just makes it makes you wonder about his future. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, would that be great? Uh, John Fetterman. Uh, here's another because I'm an optimist. I'm always looking at the bright side. We get six years of watching this uh this this man stumble and stagger around uh, D.C. in his in his gym shorts and his in his hoodie and and his big lump on his back and and attempt to uh, perform the duties of a senator. There's going to be some humorous moments. The other thing, and I heard this from a number of analysts, is this emboldened the president. We saw him yesterday. He did a victory lap. He wasn't supposed to. He came out and did a victory lap, and the thing went on forever. They told him who, which reporters to. To, to call on. He had a list. There was one setup question that was hilarious about empathy where he could talk about how his wife and daughter died and how his son died in Iraq again, talking about Bo. Uh, it was, it was, it was so uh, obvious that they, they planted that question with this, this moron reporter who was there to, to help Biden. But anyway, he did his little victory lap. He sounded like a man who was ready to run again. He said, he's going to take a week off. Mm-hmm after Thanksgiving to get away with, cause he hasn't taken enough. He's taken 40% of the time of the last 20 months on vacation. And now he needs a vacation and he's talking about, then he'll make a decision. He has to say he's going to run. You can't say I'm not going to run, especially if you use the house, you'll be the lamest of lame ducks. So we might get 82 year old Joe Biden running, I guess, please God run DeSantis in two years. How much fun would that be? Yesterday, it was bizarre. He said there's not much he can do about inflation. Now that the election's over, he says, hey, that inflation thing, not much I can do about that. And he stumbled and staggered as usual. What do we got from Biden yesterday? Because this was pretty funny. This is uh, what I just labeled the malfunction. When he, he just couldn't form a word that was in his brain and he just couldn't make it come out of his mouth. All right, let's, let's watch. Let's listen. Biden's being a pop of a pop a, 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 a cop of, Biden's being an extremist. A puck, a puck, a puck, a puck. Yeah, Biden's being a pucker. Uh, the deep breath when he couldn't say it, when he goes, was my favorite part of that. Yeah, this is, uh, this is the quote that I was looking for earlier. Trump on DeSantis. If he did run, I will tell you things about him that won't be flattering. I know more about him than anybody other than perhaps his wife, who is really running his campaign. That was the quote from the uh, Wall Street Journal. I fucking hate him. (laughs) You know what? I don't disagree. I I know, again, this is going to cost me, going to cost me friends and followers. I don't care. He sucks. He sucks. That is disgusting. This was the night that DeSantis won when DeSantis was riding high and making every Republican, every, every decent person in this country feel good. He was just, he's just a strong, smart, inspiring leader. And this guy who just voted for him said, if he did run, I will tell you things about them that won't be flattering. I, you know what? If he did run, we're all going to be rooting for him. I know there'll be some holdouts, some Trump nuts, uh, Trump fanatics, but most of us are going to be rooting uh, for um for Ron DeSantis, there was a poll. Check. I mean, it's obviously not scientific, but uh, Bill Malusian, that great reporter from uh, Fox who covers the uh, 
the border. Yeah. He, he threw a, a poll out there and uh, unofficial, just, I don't know, you don't even call it a poll, right? A survey when uh, you just ask for responses. He got over 50,000 responses. Trump, DeSantis, or someone else. Trump, 16%. DeSantis, 73%. 50,000 responses. I didn't even know how it ended. That's when when I saw the poll. Uh, Someone else, 3%. Everybody is all in on Ron DeSantis. Everybody is done with you, Donald Trump. You handed yourself so so gracelessly on uh, after this election when you should have taken some blame, you should have said, well, you know, that uh, Oz boy, he sure did suck. And, and I, I guess Trump's going to go to Georgia, but I don't even want him to, I'd rather have people, I'd rather have Herschel distance himself from this, this guy, this friggin' narcissist who thinks it's all about him. He misreads the room. He does a lot of dumb things but I would say that's the worst misreading the room. He thinks somehow he still has this, this incredible following. He can do a rally. He can hold a rally. There are people there boat rally still in Florida. And don't get me wrong. If he's the nominee, I'm going to vote for him. I just don't want to. Of course. I mean, I would never, you know, not, I would never not vote against the Biden regime after all the damage they've done, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't matter. Again, the pollsters were wrong. Conventional wisdom is wrong. We got the, the Biden, Biden's approval rating is below 40%. 75% people, 75% of the people think the country's on the wrong track, and yet millions of them voted to stay on that track. That's because the Democrat machine, I tip my cap to them, they are relentless. They are so much better at getting out the vote. Whether the people they are voting are alive or dead or young or old, they get their people out, and the Republicans do not. The Republicans wait for election day. They don't take advantage of all these new rules that allow you to cheat, get out there early, go to people, bang on their door, say, here, check that box. And then they throw it in the, in the drop box. And that's another vote. That's the problem. I knew they would do it in, you know, deep blue States and New York and Michigan and Massachusetts, but they're doing it everywhere. Now it's time to wake up Republicans. Democrats do things like this. Not only do dead people vote, dead people win. This is from the Washington Examiner. A Pennsylvania man who died earlier this year was reelected to his position as a state rep. Democrat Tony DeLuca, the longest running Pennsylvania state rep at 39 years, died last month at 85, according to the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. Because of his recent death, election authorities were unable to change the ballots, and many voters chose him over his Green Party challenger by a sizable margin. Uh, a special election will be held to choose a proper candidate to take the seat. Check out this statement from the Pennsylvania Democrats, the official party tweet. While we're incredibly saddened by the loss of Tony DeLuca, we are proud to see the voters continue to show their confidence in him and his commitment to democratic values by reelecting him posthumously. A special election will follow. <laughs> they are proud that Democrat voters continue to show confidence in him. You can't show confidence in a dead person. Same state voted for a dead guy and a brain dead guy in the same election. Hang your head in shame, Pennsylvania. All right, we have to move on. It's I got so much. I got so much here to get to. Uh, I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to leave anything out with the Trump analysis. Uh, there, there was a, a lots of uh, a good analysis out there, like. Again, Turtle Boy. I mean, there was it was I was so disappointed in most of the results. 
Tudor Dixon. I loved her in Michigan. She lost. Michigan voted for lockdowns. Freedom, freedom and liberty lost in this election day. Lockdown lunatics like uh, Janet Mills in Maine, like Maggie Hassan in New Hampshire, like Whitmer, Gavin Newsom, uh, Kathy Hochul. They won. People don't remember or they don't care that they that they kept your kids home and shut down schools and shut down businesses and destroyed the economy. The people who were on team Fauci, too many of them, most of them won. That's a sad commentary in America. That probably disappoints me more than anything. There was no price to pay, which means they'll do it again. Get ready for your climate change shutdown uh, in this country. Cause people proved they would go along like, like lemmings, like sheep, like meek followers, just do what they were told by these these monsters in blue states like Whitmer and, and Hochul. Very sad to see Lee Zeldin, Tudor Dixon lost. Trump didn't care. Trump didn't care because uh, oh, uh, J.D. Vance won. That's all he cares about. And, but uh, I think he's got a rude, a rude awakening coming. I think he's got he's going to face the wrath of people. And I think this was it. The turning point. It was the turning point for me. I'm done with Donald J. Trump. I'm done. I'm moving on. Uh, I, I love the, the, the MAGA the mega platform Ron DeSantis will, will agrees with most of it. He's just smarter. He's just better. Go, go DeSantis to savage. Trump's going to come up with a nickname and he's going to talk about something he did, you know, when he was in high school and so I talk about something he said to him, he claims he made Ron DeSantis. No, you didn't make Ron DeSantis. We just went over his resume. The guy's I'm the stud. He's done a lot more than you have. It's, it's legit. He doesn't boast and brag about all of it. He's got a beautiful wife. His first wife, his only wife, beautiful kids. Are you saying um, uh, Ron DeSanctimonious isn't going to stick? No, I don't think DeSanctimonious. Good. You got to have to do better than that, Donald. What is do better than that? Man. How many people on the comment line are, are, uh, are, are leaving me are bailing on me because I'm turning no. on Donald Trump? It's a, it's, I think it's probably fewer than would have been a week ago. I'll Every, say that. Everyone's, I mean, I have, yeah, everyone's agreeing I have, right now. <laughs> I have a couple, a couple of friends who were hardcore Trump guys, hardcore. I mean, red hat, T-shirt, go to a rally. And they were texting me Tuesday night and into Wednesday saying, screw him. He sucks. He, he misread the room. If he thinks that people are still, and, and I understand why everywhere he goes, he's surrounded by sycophants. Oh, by the way, before we move on, I have to mention this. I watched a little Fox news the last two days. I know you're going to find that hard to believe, but I watched too much Fox news. And I will tell you, I am really disappointed in Fox news. I did not see that quote. I just reported from the, uh, I just gave you from the wall street journal saying, uh, uh, talking about uh, uh, DeSantis and he's going to say things about him that, you know, he's not going to be, he's not going to like, or the quote about Don Bolduck or the quote about the, the Senator and uh, Joe O'Day. None of it. I saw none of it on Fox news. It was the biggest story of the day to me was how people like me were disgusted with Trump and had turned the page and moved on. That was a big deal. They-, they didn't mention it on Fox. I understand Hannity's his friend. Probably Laura Ingram's fan too, but these people, the the Trump world, the Trump people have their tentacles in all these people uh, because of the last, you know, whatever, six years, and they don't want to face the wrath of Donald. Even, even Tucker did not mention 
these tweets, these texts, these troops, whatever the frig they're called, didn't mention the, the just the inexcusable behavior of, of, of Trump on Tuesday night into Wednesday. Is it possible, though, they just don't want the base for DeSantis to be harmed? Like if Trump guys see that, they're like, yeah, fuck him. Is it possible? Yeah, I, that- well, I think, yeah, I mean, that, you know, that was the reaction to most people like me. Fuck him. That sums it up in two words. And you didn't get any of that from Fox News. I mean, they didn't even do it like interview people or talk to people who were disgusted with Trump. They avoided it completely. And I understand, you know, the approach for most of them was give you the good news. Talk about uh, how the Republicans are going to take the House and not talk about how, you know, maybe they'll take the Senate and talk about J.D. Vance and how well Lee Zeldin did in defeat, things like that, or Sean Patrick Maloney losing. They were, there were plenty of things they could report that were good, but I'm telling you, it was huge, especially for their audience. It was huge what Trump did uh, in, in contrast to what DeSantis did. That was the big story, and they didn't touch it. I'm really disappointed, I guess. Again, they got relationships there that, I, that, I, that affect their their opinion, their view. And uh, people like Hannity, people like Greg Kelly on Fox Newsmax, they should be showing up saying, I'm sorry, I was wrong. Donald, uh, Dr. Oz sucks. Herschel Walker sucks. You know, I was in because, you know, he's a MAGA guy. And, uh, you know, I thought he brought energy, whatever. Explain what you thought, but you were snookered. They were bad candidates and you should have never fallen for it. You should have supported. I mean, Right now, if, if Dr. Oz had lost in the primary, David McCormick would have been the senator. He would have been the senator. If, and you telling me you can't find someone better than Herschel Walker in the state of Georgia? Hell, if you want an athlete, there's got to be a hundred of them who could speak and don't have 16 illegitimate kids running around. There has to be better guys, but he was Trump's guy. Trump loved him. Look at him. Watch the way he used to run friggin' 30 years ago. Oh, it's disgusting. But anyway, we got to we got to move here. I, gotta, I was going to say, if you want to cheer up, there was a competition in New Hampshire that might make you feel better. Yeah, let's get to Missy. Yeah, you're right. Let's get to the good news. My guy, my guy, Brian, his name is Brian. How, how lazy do you have to be? You, tra- <laughs> you transition and you don't want to change your name? You call yourself Brianna or something. If you, if you haven't seen Bree, this, yeah. it is a pretty funny story. I have to admit, this is from, uh, who's got it here? This is from Outkick. Uh, a, the, well, let me find oh, the picture's just hilarious. Biological male teenager, Brian Wynn, I believe that's how you pronounce it. Brian Wynn recently became the first transgender contestant to win a Miss America event. This is a Miss, uh, the competition, which was for Miss Greater Derry 2023. That would be New Hampshire is part of the Miss America series of beauty pageants. This comes after recent court ruling confirmed that transgender contestants could be excluded from competitions. But no, not this one. Uh, Miss America organizers clearly had no issue with a biological man competing with women. Um, <sighs> Brian won this contest, and I'm telling you, uh, we got the picture on the screen, this video. I'm just going to say... <laughs> This, this is insane on so many levels, but if Brian were a biological woman and looked like that, Brian wouldn't be included in the contest. This is a beauty contest. Brian is a really homely guy who it makes for a really homely woman. Beauty contest used to be, I don't know, at least partially about beauty. 
are we are we going to look at Brian and say he's beautiful? Uh, and as I ask this question, I ask all the time. I asked it on Twitter last night. Got a lot. Um, the women who get who lost to Brian, the women, actual women in the beauty contest. Now this is New Hampshire, so I mean they don't they don't all look like you know. Hey, relax over there, Olivia Culpo. They look more like some of them look more like Ironhead. <laughs> but the women participate in this. The girls, yeah. they smile, they hug her, they say how wonderful it is. It's not wonderful. This is wrong. She's, it's a guy in a, in a miss greater dairy contest and a big guy and a large guy. And they're all thrilled that he steals their, their glory. I mean, it's like, again, it's like Leah Thomas. Who's standing up for the girls? Who's defending the women? Me. I'm defending the women. This guy goes in there and steals their prize. And we're supposed to think it's wonderful. He would not have won. It's like, the, it's like the, he, he should be a drag queen. You know, he's a big transgender guy. Those are usually the drag queens who go in there and mock womenhood. This guy is mocking womenhood and the women are rooting for him. It's insane. It looks like in Donegan Sue with a thing of flowers. Right. It, it, it looks like uh, Eugene Chung. I mean, if, you know, Eugene Chung decided to transition, this is what he would look like. He's ugly. Okay. Sorry, probably a really nice guy. Probably, you know, confused, obviously. Got his little fantasy. Why do the girls have to participate in the fantasy of this one guy? It's crazy, but, you know, we're all supposed to root on. And, and you know, most people, when I say that, they react. Obviously, they say, you can't. They can't walk away. They can't disapprove. You saw what happened to the swimmers at Penn. They were ordered to counseling because they didn't think it was fair that a guy went out there and kicked their ass in the pool. Well, the girls who lost to Brian win, they probably feel intimidated. If they walk away, if they say, this is crazy, this is, this is unfair. They would be uh, targeted by the trans mob. The vicious trans mob would call them bigots and transphobes. So they go along with it, but in their heart, now remember how Biden said in our bones, we know democracy's at risk. In our bones, we all know this is unfair. We all know this is wrong, and too few people are willing to stand up and say it. All right, we got to move. We got to get to. Oh, we haven't even got to our. We got to do our NFL picks with our Montante. He's here. But, uh, let me do Shay, and then we'll give you an update on on Saturday Night Live. Perhaps the funniest thing the writers at Saturday Night Live have come up with in a long, long time. <laughs> I will just say that. Uh, but first. This is uh, for you homeowners and home builders out there. Did you know that Shake Concrete has a huge selection of precast concrete steps? Of course you did. I've been telling you about this. This is the best thing. I think it might be the best thing they do is their precast concrete steps. Whether you're building a new home or you need to replace an old staircase in an old home, Shea has great values with designs for any home. Available in concrete, or you can customize the steps with beautiful stone, granite, or brick. A new staircase can dramatically upgrade the front front entrance of your home. In most cases, they can remove the old stairs and have you walking up your new front steps within hours. Just like that, you call Shea, they come over, they take the old steps away, which, by the way, they're really heavy. That is a pain in the ass. They take the old steps away, they put the new steps. You can sit in the window with the AC cranking and watch it all happen. And when they're done, your house looks better and it's worth more. This isn't an expense. This is an investment in your home. Check it out. You can learn more about Shea's precast concrete steps at SheaConcrete.com. And by the way, you can also look for a job there. You can go to Shea Concrete or get on SheaConcrete.com. They're always hiring. It's a great company, a great place to work. 
Maybe it's time for you to upgrade your profession and go work for Shea. Check that out as well at SheaConcrete.com. All right, this is one of those stories. It really is where you got to read it twice. You got to say this can't be real. But the, uh, um, let me find it. The, the writers at Saturday Night Live are threatening to walk off the job. Why? Well, they uh, don't like the fact that <laughs> the greatest comedian, or at least the biggest comedian, the most famous comedian, uh, is, um, is hosting. That's this week, right? Do I have the date right? Yeah. Uh, check the date on that. Um, uh, Dave Chappelle is hosting Saturday Night Live. And writers on the, uh, this is a New York Post story, I believe, yes it is, writers on the show who suck, by the way, if you watch the show at all, the acting's bad, there's all kinds of woke crap, it's a bunch of, you know, liberals, and they, this week, it'll, the show will be all about Lauren Boebert, if she loses, it'll be about Herschel, it'll be about Dr. Oz, uh, they don't make fun of Biden, they never make fun of Hunter Biden, they won't make fun of Fetterman, uh, but... They suck. The writers are terrible. They're just a bunch of wokesters, young wokesters, not funny at all. Here's from the New York Post. The unrest at 30 Rock over the decision to sign up Dave Chappelle to host Saturday Night Live this weekend. Um, we're told some staff writers are so furious that the comedy superstar who made transphobic jokes has been chosen to helm the iconic show that they're sitting out the episode. They're not going to do the show. An insider told the New York Post. None of the actors are boycotting, however. Oh, good. So the actors will be there, but the writers who suck are boycotting because the comedian made fun of guys who pretend to be women. That's the point we've reached to in this, reach in this country with the iconic, used to be iconoclastic show doesn't make jokes about the president or the administration and doesn't want Dave Chappelle to host. <laughs> they had Amy Schumer last week. who's just terrible. And, but she fits in with the, with that crowd of just homely women who, who, you know, whatever, make very predictable jokes. Well, I, you know what the amazing thing is they'll have huge ratings. People will watch because of Dave Chappelle. And they don't want him there because he made transphobic jokes. You know what you guys should be doing? Making transphobic jokes. Why are they sacred cows? You know, you should be making fun of this, this greater, miss greater, whatever, uh, dairy. I guarantee you his uh, opening monologues probably have some trans jokes in it. Yeah. You know, that's the good thing is the more they try to, uh, uh, ostracize um, a guy like criticize a guy like Chappelle that I think that will, will energize him that will uh, motivate him. And I'll be watching, man. I hate watch most weeks. And uh, this week I'll be watching for Chappelle and I assume he'll say, fine, hit the road. I'll bring my own writers in. I'll bring some of my guys in and we'll actually do some funny stuff, not just in the opening monologue, but in some of the skits. Uh, I mean, what, who better? I mean, he's, this is his thing, man. He's a great actor. He likes sketch actor and a great comedian. He's the perfect host. If the writers had any, <laughs> any sense of humor, they'd be all in, but uh, we'll uh, unfortunately be watching and it'll be funny as hell. And maybe someone, maybe Lauren Michaels will say, who needs you tell the writers to stay home next week when the host will be, you know, some, I don't know, some actor I never heard of from 
you know, or some hip hop guy. Uh, anyway, let's get to uh, anything else we got to get to before Montante. I got so much here. I got to move. I got to move. I think it's time for Montante. Uh, time, yeah, we got. To, <laughs> you know what they should do? They should do a whole skit about Katie Tour and the MSNBC crew saying that Fetterman is presidential material. You can't make a joke about that. Then you should be out of. You should be you know, learn to code. You know. You should be working at Walmart, you loser. If you can't find the humor in that, you suck. Anyway, let's get to Montanti. We've got to see if um, Iron Ed can keep his streak going. Montanti's got a safety vest on. What are you doing? Uh, I'm, I'm up. I'm, I'm pinched here. I let Craig know that. And uh, he just kept feeding you more topics as I'm sitting here uh, against the clock. So, Craig, I oh, appreciate that. Up. If we have any other things we got to get to, let's... I know, Jerry, I know you have a hard-on for SNL writing. Let's get do a couple more ideas. Keep me, keep me more behind the clock. What else do you, do you got? Do you have any thoughts, any thoughts on any of the topics we've covered here? I have to say this. When I was doing uh, the live show the, during the elections, uh, Ironhead really wanted to have you on. And I said, you know, I don't think that's necessary. I like him, but, you know, he's my NFL guy. No, no, listen. I, I, Honestly, I know we... the most politics, you know, on this show right now. So I think it would have been a good thing, but I was also kind of hammered. So I was going to say it was, it was a great choice. I, he went live that night and it was a fucking mess. <laughs> Did, uh, do you live near Dr. Oz? You're in New Jersey, right? Yeah, he's, he's Northwest. He's kind of out now. He's about right up. I'm, I live maybe six minutes from uh, my great governor, Mr. Murphy. Oh, do you? <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, I see like him that. maybe once every three weeks. You're like us. You don't get to have any fun. You know, we don't, we, we, no one cares about us. We're just these fringe weirdos that they don't, they just dismiss anytime there's big, you know, big election. We don't matter. It's kind of sad, but all right, let's get to our picture. You know what we should do, Montante? You know what you and I should do? We should, uh, we should first mention that uh, Ironhead went on four again last week, correct? <laughs> Yeah, after the, I think it's the fourth time he's done that, and every week he says, oh, I'll go four and no. I guess technically, if you're just Technically, like, I am correct. I'm making everyone money. Amazing. They're fading me. You've gone, you've gone zero and four four times in eight weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Maybe right, here's what we should do, Montante. Just for our own sake, we should let Ironhead pick first each game. What do you think? Oh. I'm fine with that. Although he's been picking last and been horrible, so I don't want to mix that up. Uh, you know what? I feel bad for him. I'm starting to feel bad for him. I'm going he's four and zero this week. Four and zero. Yeah, Actual four and zero. He's he's. Uh, it's been a tough week. You know, he was rooting for. Uh, uh, Dr. Oz, he was hoping to be missed greater dairy. He lost out on that to, to a <laughs> yeah. guy. I'm getting beverages uh, yeah. with that thing on uh, way, Saturday. Yeah. To, to Vita, lost a Vita Vea. That, that's a little more uh, comparable here than, uh, than the Commandant, the Commandant Sewer, how do you say his name? That person uh, like Vita Vea. If you weren't paying attention, we today we moved on from Donald Trump. I know you did that too. And we've decided we are rooting for Fetterman, John Fetterman for president in 2024. Are you with us? Yeah, as someone who's uh, able-minded like him, I think it's uh, a good a good pick. All you have to do is say, "Look who's in the White House now." Yeah, he's the bar. The bar is so low right now; it's no problem. Why All right, tonight, Atlanta at Carolina. What a what a terrible game, Atlanta. Both loser franchises. They played two weeks ago, and it was a great game, thirty-seven, thirty-four. Who won that anyway? Two weeks ago. I think I believe I believe Atlanta pulled it off after Carolina like, like had a hail mary essentially. Oh, at the end. that's right. That's oh, that's where the idiot took his head uh, helmet off. DJ Moore scored the game Correct. winner, mm -hmm. took his helmet off, got a fifteen yard penalty, and then the guy missed the extra point. Yep. And then, uh, then then after the game, DJ Moore said, "I'd do it all again. I wouldn't change. 
Oh, man, they're stupid teams. They're stupid loser franchises. Atlanta at Carolina, Atlanta minus three. Iron Ed, who do you like? Uh, and that's exactly why I'm going with Atlanta minus three. They're going to win by 17 points and oh, kill them. I, they're going to I fuck got, them up. Let me get out ahead of this. The line's out, actually, at now at minus two and a half for Atlanta. Well, you, okay, said, who, you sent who, us who minus like three, so that's where we're going with. No, it changed, Craig. We're going two and a half. Um, no. I'm actually... No, I don't care. Um, 17 I'm, I'm, points. Give me 17. This guy's so stupid. So I'm actually on Atlanta, too, minus two and a half. Um, Patterson, Cordell Patterson's an actually... He's a stud. He went from like a fringe okay receiver to a great running back uh, the last few years. Right. Jerry, I know you love these stats. Carolina is 8-21-1 against the spread the last 30 home games, and the Falcons are 10-4 and against the spread the last 14 matchups against Carolina. Listen, every, every once in a while, Craig gets one right. He gets this one right. Atlanta minus two and a half is the play. I'm with you. We don't even know who's playing QB for Carolina, I don't believe. And they're just, they're, they're, they're a mess. They're a mess. Didn't you laugh out when Carolina needed an interim head coach? They picked that Steve Wilkes, who's black, and Jamel Hill and others said, oh, just throwing the black guy to the wolves. He's got no shot. Then when Indianapolis picks an say, interim Jeff coach, Saturday. they say, what about, what happened to all the black guys? Why would you pick a white guy? There, there's no more hopeless task than coaching the Colts for the rest of the season. And somehow they think the good young black coaches were lining up for that opportunity. Anyway, Minnesota at Buffalo. Buffalo, I have minus three and a half. Correct me if the, I'll go with your line. No, it's, it, that, that line has stayed there. It's maintained the three and a half. This Buffalo. is a pretty this is a pretty good game. You got uh, Stefan Diggs going against his former team. You have the uh, Bills uh, coming off a loss to the Jets. You have uh, 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 what's his face, the quarterback for the Vikings, uh, Kirk Cousins. Uh, Kirk Cousins, you know, with the necklaces without his shirt, went went viral Swag. because he was celebrating. Get a lot of things going mm-hmm. on there, but I happen to think I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pick. Go ahead, Ironhead. Well, just because of Kirk Cousins finally coming out of his shell, I'm gonna take him because Josh Allen. We don't know how his shoulder slash elbow slash whatever the hell is going on. Uh, so this this line might change on game day when he's not playing. So I'm going with Minnesota. Good. Plus they're rolling. Buffalo. What about you, Montante? Right, I'm up, I'm up, I'm up shaping up well here. Um, He's same agreed. reasoning too. Uh, I'm betting on this line because it's going to change um, all indications pointing to the backup quarterback playing for Buffalo. Who is that, Craig? That's oh. right, Case Keenum. Um, so I'm going to take the three and a half points, two oh. points here. That'll be a revenge get, game, though. Yeah, I don't care. I'm taking. <laughs> I think Minnesota wins outright versus Case you Keenum, uh, but that is heavy, you know, predicated on him not playing. Josh Allen not playing. You think that Josh Allen's going to sit out with a little elbow? Issue now. Yeah. I'm, I'm hearing he may be out for extended amount of time. So yeah. I don't know why he's questionable. Maybe it's to throw off Minnesota, but I, I think he's going to miss a, a significant amount of time. Uh, good. Dallas minus five at Green Bay. Mike McCarthy returns to Green Bay with the Cowboys. Uh, the question is: Are the are the Green Bay uh, uh, Packers are they done? Are they are they toast? Are they dead just beyond repair? So you're taking. What are you doing on this, uh, Ironhead? Go ahead. They're dead. I'm never going to take Green Bay again. Uh, screw them. They've screwed me this entire year. So I'm going to go with Dallas minus five. Uh, uh, about you, Montante. Numbers too big here, and now I feel this. This is the game of the week now. I'm so glad you're the opposite side. All the idiots, all the morons are going to do exactly what he just did. I don't care about this year. Oh, I there's, can't. There's wait. enough there. I know about Aaron Rodgers. They're probably not going to win this game. 
they you know they're gonna they might backdoor cover, but nine times out of ten, Green Bay's gonna cover this number. Craig, thank you for making me a thousand times out of a thousand they'd cover that number, but this year he fucking sucks. He's thinking about ayahuasca in the offseason. He doesn't give a shit about football anymore. What's the uh what's the number of the line you have there, Montante five? It's moved to four and a half. Oh, even better. All right. I, I'm going with Green Bay because, you know, Ironhead. Uh, and, uh, That's a good I mean, enough reason for me. So it's Dallas minus four Cowboys, and a half? I don't think the Cowboys go out there and say, let's Beautiful. win it for Mike McCarthy. That's not how that works. But anyway, I get to pick a game because uh, Matate couldn't decide. So I'm going with Seattle and Tampa in Munich, Germany. Tampa, whoa, wait a second. Seattle, uh, Tampa Bay's favored? Minus field goal. Well, just actually moved to inside. It's two and a half now. Tampa's favored. Correct. Yeah. Is that because Correct. Seattle, right. Seattle has a longer flight? I mean, T- Tampa the, beat the Buck. I mean, uh, Brady sorry, beat the yes. Rams. The Rams stink the other day. Seattle's a better team. Because the public is going to look at Geno Smith versus Tom Brady. They don't care. They don't care about this year. They're looking at that. They're looking at that. What, and what kind of factor do you put? What, uh, how much weight do you place in the fact that they're in Germany? First game in Germany for, for the NFL. Some, some for sure. That's like a 72-hour flight for the uh, Seahawks. Exactly. It's going to be a long flight. Brady's used to this crap. Geno Smith stinks. He'll be forever terrible, Montante. Yeah, Geno Smith, is he's, he's dead to me. He's, he's a totally different guy now that he left the Jets. Um, but give your pick. I feel confident here. I think we might go uh, all in the same way. What, what are you guys doing on this? I'm doing Tampa. What are you doing? Jerry? I'm, I'm with him. It's listen. I don't care about this year. Throw it out the window, kind of like Aaron Rodgers. Tom Brady versus Geno Smith. I know how that goes personally. Doesn't go well. Give me Tom Brady minus two. And it's half. only it's uh, only I'm two and a half. I'm going to go the other way. I'm going to go with Seattle because the uh, the Bucks are a mess. The Bucks are a mess, and even even in beating the Rams, it was not an impressive performance. Uh, and uh, G- Geno Smith, if you were to pick, just uh, check mark who gets the edge at quarterback in this game. <laughs> It's probably crazy, but this season says Gino, but I don't believe it. No shot. Uh, Brady's thrown one pick this whole year. Like, they're acting like he's terrible. How many picks have been dropped? Uh, Anyway. How many receptions have been dropped? You can go both ways on that one. All right. We'll see. That's a Sunday morning game, correct? We all get to watch them play. 9.30 a.m. 9.30. Will you have a vodka and Red Bull at that point? It's insulting to even ask a question. Yeah. <laughs> All right. There are kids that need, they're waiting for you to help them cross the street on the way to school. Montana. I'm not allowed in your school zone. So that's not what I'm doing. <laughs> we, will, we will let you get back. I'll to talk work. to you guys later. All right. Thanks, man. All right. That's, uh, you know what, you know what the bummer was? He told me to pick the fourth game and I really wanted to pick the Colts. And there was because of Jeff Saturday and they're, they're such a mess, but there's no Colts. They get a buy. That's why they made a coaching change, I guess. But mm. the Colts are going to be interesting going forward because all the media people are rooting against Jeff Saturday. Cause you know, he's white and he's, and he, he hasn't been an assistant coach and they just want it to be a disaster. Unfortunately for them, that's what Jim Ursay wants. They want, he wants to lose. That's Jeff Saturday's job to lose a few games and get them a top pick and maybe a franchise QB. But we'll have to wait another week to see how the Colts play, how they do for uh, Jeff Saturday. But for today, we will leave it there. We went way too long, but that's okay. It's a big day. It's a big day. Mm. The, uh, the Callahan show is moving on, turning the page on Donald J. Trump and throwing our complete 
and total endorsement behind Ron DeSantis going forward. We'll be watching uh, to see what happens in Arizona. Again, that blind monk, is ca- he's counting as fast as he can. And hopefully uh, he finds lots more Kerry Lake votes and lots more Blake Masters votes. But we will be watching. We will update you. We'll be back at this tomorrow, but only on locals. You have to join us on Friday. We are on, Go to Callahan.locals.com to join us tomorrow as we get back to this. But uh, thanks, everyone, for watching and listening and commenting. How did the comments go, Ironhead? Did uh, did I lose anybody because I'm uh, turning on, uh, I'm, I'm bailing on Trump? No, I'm actually surprised you didn't lose anyone in here, which actually makes sense after the fact, but it, it'll be when this comes out that you'll probably see some backlash. Any backlash because I don't support Miss Greater Derry? The guy, the big, the big dude. No, <laughs> that's universal support. That's that's your neighborhood, man. I can't believe that happens in New Hampshire. That's not supposed to happen in New Hampshire, but what the hell? Well, to be fair, in New Hampshire, the guy still goes by Brian. <laughs> that's true. Does anyone ask him why you haven't changed your name? You're wearing a dress. <laughs> oh God, what a joke! He's one of those who's just trying it because it seems cool. He'll be back to being a guy in you know in six months. These panties are sick. <laughs> All right, that's it. Thanks, Ironhead. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is the Callahan Show. We will do it again tomorrow only on Locals. Shaking my head and thinking something ain't right. Is it just me? Am I losing my mind? Am I standing on the edge of the end of time? Am I the only one? Tell me I'm not. Like the show? Leave a five-star review on Apple and Spotify. Finding suitable mental health medications can be a challenge. The GeneSight test may help. Did you know that genetics can play an important role in gaining insight on how a person may respond to various medications? Understanding this may help reduce medication trial and error. GeneSight is a genetic test that analyzes variations in DNA. It shows how genes may affect someone's metabolism or response to medications commonly prescribed to treat depression, anxiety, and other mental health conditions. Visit GeneSight.com for more information.